Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, what up? Welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and you are listening to All Ball. All basketball, all the time. If you're a ball guy, you know this to be true. Just because a guy makes shots does not mean he played well. I coach AU basketball and trying to convince a parent that a kid who hit three or four threes didn't actually play well is... Well, one of the hardest things you're ever going to do, right? Like, man, this kind of feels useless. Why am I, you know, why am I doing this? (laughs) But uh, it's true. And I think the same is true for Zion Williamson. Doesn't mean he played terribly. But if you watched his debut as an NBA player, boy, he didn't look like he was in great shape. Right? I mean, he just didn't. Just didn't move all that well. He, He just, he did not look like he was in the world's greatest greatest shape on earth and and because of it people have sort of lost their mind here where it's just bipolar you either he looks terrible or you're crazy look at the 17 points scored in the fourth quarter the 13 consecutive points that's how he played both are true look i'm a huge zion fan i think it'd be great just as they played him small ball five they want a death lineup there's your small ball five He's going to have to get better rebounding, going to to get more active defensively, going to get in better shape. He made four wide open. They dared him to shoot threes to see what he's got. That's what the Spurs did first time they saw him. And they still end up winning the game. But I I think that as long as you're reasonable about what he is, you're going to to enjoy the Zion Williamson uh, revolution, if you will. He's a more athletic Draymond Green, much more athletic, better offensive. We'll see if he's as good defensively as Draymond Green. But what's important to remember or to think about is the only questions about Zion really weren't his jump shot. That's going to develop over time. It was, can he play at that weight and not get hurt? And three times he's played and gotten hurt at his previous weight. And he didn't look like he had trimmed down all that much. And he didn't have great physical conditioning, which, you know, you get in a game, you get super excited. You lose your first win. But the second win, uh, win, I I would have thought would have been better, but it, it just wasn't. So I think it's a good fit for that team because Brandon Ingram's their star. Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday are both guys that love to pass the ball. I do think work ethic-wise, you can get a lot from J.J. Redick. And they can hide J.J. playing with with Zion in that everybody can switch except for J.J. Redick. Like, I think there's a, a pretty good plan there. But I also think that I'm cautiously pessimistic that they're not going to demand he gets into great shape before he continues playing because I wouldn't have let him on the court unless he was down substantially weight wise and he looked fairly cut, but not as trim as I would have liked. And if the, if the Pelicans really are invested in the long term, 
then long-term, he's got to play at less weight. Period. Stop. End of story. All right, let me give you my take on the Kansas-Kansas State brawl. Uh, For the record, I've known a ton about this rivalry because uh, my late father used to coach at Kansas State, and uh, when they play in Lawrence back in the day, this is back in the 60s, there was a big banner that said, uh, Welcome Silo Tech. (laughs) So uh, this is a long and bitter rivalry. I don't think it's the end of days in terms of uh, of a brawl. It was ugly because there were punches actually thrown. And Sylvia D'Souza seems to be an idiot, right? Like, I, I, I don't hold it against him, all the other stuff that went on in terms of, you know, keeping him from being eligible and playing throughout his career. It's not like you have to pay some extra penance more than a suspension for a year for, you know, people around you taking money for you to go to, allegedly go to Kansas or to wear Adidas shoes. I don't know. But I do think, like, look, he's dribbling the ball. There, there is no unwritten rule about letting a guy dribble out the clock. You know, I, I know Bill Self has been big on don't pull a D move. You know, don't, if uncontested, don't go in and dunk the basketball. You know, just dribble it out or he could have chinned the basketball. But you got it stolen. Then you block the shot. You're going to win the game. That's enough. Standing over a kid, that's going to start a fight. And in this case, it actually did. And then D'Souza picks up the chair, which everybody freaks out about. Thankfully, uh, Snacks, his assistant coach, was there to, to take the chair out of his hands. He didn't swing the chair, so he shouldn't get penalized for swinging the chair. He was an idiot who stood over a guy after blocking a shot because he stole the ball with him with the game about to expire. I don't hold any of his past, you know, in terms of his recruitment against him. Not not even a little bit. Don't care. Um, I don't think it looks good for the sport. But I, I got this text from a buddy the other day, and I thought it was hilarious. He said, I'm really enjoying watching Kansas go from the picture of what a basketball program should be to some sort of degeneration where now they're the ultimate rebel program, right? FBI investigation, player suspension, NCAA potential violations, you know, then you have uh, you have Snoop Dogg and stripper poles at the late night show into a brawl after beating Kansas State. Like all of this is, it's like a, a college basketball movie cliche, one cliche after the other. Um, what's interesting is I'm not sure how much it hurts Kansas because they've been a team playing two big guys and for the next two games, they won't have two of those bigs. And I think their guards might actually be better. This will show their versatility. This will help them kind of try and figure out and decide who they in fact are. But, but Kansas going from every year they win a big 12 title to what is the next Kansas issue that's going to pop up is quite a 180, something we have not seen from KU's program in a long time. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, 
It's got standard third row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Evan, let's start at the, the, the uh, Hoop Hall, which is uh, in Springfield, Massachusetts. You went there. ton of players. But obviously the, the people that guys are paying most attention to is Sierra Canyon. First, what's the Sierra Canyon thing like now? We've kind of all seen them on TV. They've had some other made-for-TV events. What was the what was the arena like when when they were in the building? Honestly, Doug, it it was pretty uh, pretty crazy. There's only been a couple instances that I've seen in high school basketball that would even be comparable. I mean, I've been going to the hoop hall for I don't know ten to twelve years. I don't remember it ever selling out in advance. Uh, it was standing room only. Um, it was pretty wild in there. You know, I, I think you know I went to a Sierra Canyon game back in the fall uh, at their. Um, home gym and you know LeBron just kind of strolled in and sat in his chair and nobody bothered him well there he he basically had his own roped off area uh, when he walked in the whole place stood up and went nuts um, you know it was just a little bit of a different scene but I mean it's it, they're they're legitimately like a um, some like a it's it's like Kentucky going on the road honestly um, with the, the fanfare uh, that they bring and, you know, the little kids surrounding the court screaming at Bronny and, you know, actually the kid that, that hit Bronny with the, the orange peel, um, you know, before the, before the game, I, I kind of remember him cause it, it happened right behind me. Yeah. Um, you know, they were up against the, the table screaming his name and trying to get his attention. Uh, it's, it's a wild deal. Yeah. Why would he throw an orange peel? I don't really understand that one. Um, how'd Bronny play? You know what? He did it in the second game. Uh, I don't believe he scored. Um, but I, I think what people got to r- realize is, like, the team that he's on is, Loaded. one, it's absurd. Yeah. Uh, you get two top potential top ten players in Boston, and Brandon Boston is going to Kentucky and, and um, Zaire Williams. Uh, but I, I, I've been really impressed with Bronny. Uh, I've probably seen him I don't know, five or six times this year, but I, I've seen it, saw him a couple times in the summer. And uh, he's got a really impressive feel for the game. Uh, his vision and passing, I think, are um, are pretty impressive. He handles the ball pretty well, and I think he's going to be a pretty good shooter. So I, I think there's a lot to like about his game, but I think we also got to keep in mind he's 14, 15 years old, yeah. uh, and he's, he's playing on this traveling all-star team against really good competition. So, um, you know, when you look at a box score and you see he had zero points, it's really not that concerning because – uh, he's really young. Yeah, I, I just wonder if this is the best setup for him. I guess he'll evolve into their best player, you know, when he's a junior and a senior. I do wonder if, if you know, he should have gone to a uh, a crossroads and gotten a chance to be the guy and to improve that way. Although in this way, he's he's got to be more of a facilitator because they're 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 uh, they're surrounding talent. Um, all right, no, go ahead. Hundred percent. Oh, I was just... oh, that's very fair. I mean, this is. You know, I think the thing that's the most impressive about him is is just how the the outside influences yeah. in terms of the fans yeah. and uh, the attention. It just doesn't seem that he's very unfazed by it. Like he doesn't make eye contact with anybody in the crowd. He doesn't seem to bother him. It's it's just extremely unique. Um, you also obviously cover the Big East for us at Fox, as well as all of college basketball, all of college basketball recruiting for twenty four seven. How surprised are you? If are you? Uh, by by the Seton Hall team that now is suddenly healthy and looks like the, they're the best team in the league? Well, this is the team that we thought, I think, coming in. It would be them or, or Villanova. And obviously they've had their ups and downs, and you know there were some injury issues, and I think they seem to be on the good side of that. and They're starting to click. I mean, obviously um, the emergence of uh, Romero Gill and from a defensive standpoint has been really helpful. In fact, I actually thought Ike Obiagu was going to be that guy, and it's been Gil. Um, but, look, they've got maybe the best player in the country in Miles Powell, and he's playing at an elite level, and he's surrounded by um, really good players that buy into their role. So I, I don't think it's all that shocking. I mean, this is, this is a really good basketball team that appears to be 
uh, going in a great direction at just the right time of the year. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with you. And uh, now they got Sandro back, and you know now they're they're. It feels like they haven't. Sometimes you add a guy and it can screw things up. It feels like they added a guy and it's it's addition by addition. Yeah, and I, I think part of that is there's a lot of there's a familiarity with the guys on that team. A lot of those guys have been playing together for a, a long time, and. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think when you've got a guy like Powell mm-hmm. and then um, these other guys that are just so willing to just buy in and be a star in their role, um, that it that that it's 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 really effective and uh, they're they're playing great basketball. All right, uh, Nova also seems to have have hit their stride. Uh, do you think you know even though you know so many of their players are underclassmen, um, uh, Sadiq Bay seemed to kind of come into his own a little bit here, uh, as well as you know you still have Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Who's, who's playing well. Um, they're just a younger team, but they are Nova with that great culture. Uh, in your mind, who's the better team in March, Seton Hall or Nova? Ooh, that's a great question. I, I would say that Seton Hall is, is probably the better team, but I think Villanova uh, may have the better top-to-bottom top talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's tough. Um, but, you know, I think it's interesting because Jeremiah Robinson Earl is really starting to play well. You know, he had 12 points, 14 rebounds against Butler. Sadiq Bay is, has really come on this year. You yep. know, outside of Marcus Zagorowski, maybe he's the breakout player in the league. Um, and you're right, that, that youth, those guys are starting to become more sophomores than they were freshmen. So I would say that Villanova probably has more upside uh, because I think they have more, more talent. But I think that Seton Hall team is better right now. Um, it, it's a league where... We started by thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, if your worst team is is Georgetown or if your worst team is, you know, pick, you know, DePaul, like DePaul's win at Iowa. But now kind of DePaul has fallen back into their old DePaul ways. Right. St. John's looks like a team of the first year head coach. You know, Georgetown's at two and five in the league. Obviously, they've had, you know, massive departures. Um, you have Xavier who who, you know, they, they returned their best players, but their best players weren't good enough last year. Don't appear to be good enough this year. Uh, did did we did we kind of oversell this league a little bit? Well, I, I think the you know I get where you're going with this, and I think that there's some validity in what you're saying. I think the the uh, excitement around the league and the, the praise the league has received is yeah. more of that. There are no nights off, and you know. I agree with what you said about DePaul, but look, they very well could have beat Villanova at Villanova. Uh, I think DePaul, from a pure talent standpoint, yes. is top three or four in the league. Right? They just have. Um, they just have. They haven't. They have never. All, none of those guys have ever won in the Big East, right? So, right. so when push comes to shove, they're so used to losing, right? And and look, your points valid with St. John's, right? Could have beaten Butler. Uh, they were blown out, yeah. by, I think, by Georgetown. But you know, their Providence that game was close. Uh, the Seton Hall game was close. Um, but I, I think it's that, what's I, he, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying and I understand with, with what you're saying, mm-hmm. but on the flip side, they're probably still going to get seven teams in. Really? Probably six, seven. I, I would say that they have Nova, a Seton Hall, Creighton, um, Butler, that's four. Butler. I mean, I get, and then then who else? You know, Province is a hard one because you have some bad losses and some good wins. They've lost True. three out of the last four. Well, they lost Marquette, to Rhodey. Marquette and Xavier, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it depends. There's just a lot of league play left. I think, I, I guess my point was, the, the league the league was built up as as a very tough league because there are no nights off. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it has the top end um, Talon, I guess Seton Hall and Villanova are headed. See, in that I actually direction. think it's I think it's the opposite. Um, I think it's become the opposite of what that, that was my my point. I think Seton Hall and Nova are really good, and I think Creighton yep. Creighton's one of those teams where if they're you know Balik's making shots, you know they 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 mm-hmm. have they're you know they're kind of offensive based. I know they're better defensively, but you know but you have two teams that you could see making a Sweet Sixteen maybe further. I think Butler's better than their results recently. I would even put those three, and then after that you got Creighton. And that's kind of you know Marquette's a little disappointing, um, and then there's a just a there's a drop off, and I'm I'm surprised based upon how well the the league did out of conference, especially teams like DePaul, but now Water seems to have found its level. Right. Do you think Big Ten's better? 
probably in terms of overall qu- volume of quality teams, maybe not at the top, right? Um, right. You know, I mean, I guess Michigan State's the best team in the Big Ten, but, you know, are they better than Nova or Seton Hall? I'd say probably not. Um, right. So, yeah, maybe in terms of volume of teams, you know, I I think the Big 12 is just okay. Uh, the ACC, which is so maligned, is still just, you know, it's good at the top, but just okay. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I, I do, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's one, not a great league, I guess. No. No. It's, it's, it's fascinating. But it's, it is a good league, and I, I would also, I'd validate your point that these games are super, super close. There don't, don't appear to be anyone who's shut it down so far, but we're only in, in January. All right, last thing, um, last thing. The biggest recruiting news of this moment is what in college basketball? Who's going to go pro and who's going to go to college? Right. Uh, I think it's probably a um, a pretty big topic. The McDonald's All American rosters are about to come out. That's a pretty big topic. Um, I think. Yeah, the, I, I think I the who's going to go pro is fascinating, right? Because you have, I mean, really, yeah. from one of the reasons college basketball is down. You know, Kenny Martin's kid wasn't a top 10 kid, but he goes to IMG, right? You lose two to Australia. You lose one who's going who's training all year. And then, you know, Wiseman comes in, plays for a minute, then he's gone. Cole Anthony comes in, plays for a minute, he's gone. You know, so you're looking around and you're like, okay, of the top 25 incoming freshmen, nine of them aren't playing college basketball right now. Of course the, the, of course the incoming talent's not going to be as good. Yep, for sure. When, especially when you mix that in with guys leaving early and 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 that that stuff. But yeah, I, I would say that that's probably the biggest from like a recruiting news standpoint. Like Jalen sucks. He committed to Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I think there's a very good chance that he decides to go pro. Uh, Jalen Green actually pulled aside a group of reporters at Hoopal this weekend, me included, and and was like, "Look, I I've been hearing all this stuff about me going pro, and I'll be honest with you, Doug, it's exactly what I've expected him to do." And he said, well, look, I'm going to college, which was a surprise. Um, we'll see how that plays out. I think that there's other guys. Um, you know, Isaiah Todd's been rumored to potentially go pro, but he could. he's already committed to Michigan. There's, there's just that, some outlook for some of these teams that they, their commitments to would change if those guys end up um, going to school. But I, I, from a news standpoint, that's the biggest topic. Um, from a big-picture standpoint, I would say the – Bronny James and Amani Bates are probably the two biggest things in high school hoops. Awesome stuff, Evan. Thanks so much for joining us on the pod. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, man. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. All right, let's welcome him in. Um, we can call him Boy Genius, Boy Wonder, or we'll just call him Charlie Wadler. He's a student at the University of Wisconsin. The last, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong now, okay, the last basketball game, uh, te- you know, technically like real basketball game, like I know you can play in summer leagues and, uh, and, and in intramurals or whatever. Didn't you hit the game winner to win the championship? Was that the last basketball game you played? Yes, that was one of the last basketball games I played. In the uh, CIF championship my senior year, uh, we played Crossroads, and uh, ironically, I hit it over Sharif O'Neal. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was one of the last shots. Wait, we know one of it. So it wasn't the last game? So you guys played, what, the state championship, state playoffs afterwards, then you lost? Is that so? Yeah, so... yeah we, lost in, we lost in the, uh, the state playoff semifinals to um, actually two college players at, at the University of Arizona. We played against uh, Christian Coloco and Devin Air Dutrieve. Um, Birmingham High School, and that's where that's where we lost. So I, so the, the game I, I mean, this is this kind of it's kind of ruined it for me. I was like, man, last shot, last game he played, he hit the game winner over Sharif O'Neal to win the CI, win the championship. But I forgot that's just CIF. Um, yeah. Okay. So I wish th- there's a, like that. <laughs> all right. So you also have the lowdown and everything, LA. Why did I, I think I've been told I, I have my own information, but. You, uh, you went to Brentwood. Brentwood is a, ver- a very well-respected uh, private school on the west side of Los Angeles. Okay, it's right, it's very close to where LeBron lives. Um, coached by Moose Bailey, Ryan Bailey, of course, played at UCLA. His brother Toby Bailey started at UCLA. Um, Crossroads was originally where Bronny was supposed to go. He ends up going to Sierra Canyon, which is way the hell out in the valley. It's like I don't know, with no traffic, it's thirty minutes away. Why? Why have you heard that that Bronny chose Sierra Canyon? Um, I think it was just from a from a, a competition standpoint. You know, I think I think LeBron really wanted him to, to be on the national stage, and I know they'd already you know signed up for a really really extensive um, schedule playing across the country, best teams playing best teams across the country, and I just you know I just really think that's what. Um, the family is most interested in is, is getting Bronny to the next level and in front of people as soon as possible. You know, LeBron has, has said publicly that, you know, one of his main goals is, is being the first player to play with his son. So I think, you know, just fast tracking that to get that process started. So just putting him in front of the eyes of the people as soon as possible. Yeah, I think the, so the I, I just, here's my thing. So I, I was told that it was because like Crossroads, all like Brentwood, like legit academic private schools, right? Like legit. And I was told this is just that, you know, it wasn't Bronny. It was they wanted a bunch of his buddies also, not just ba- basketball, non-basketball. And Bronny has good grades. He's a smart kid. He's a good. There's no baggage to him. But that they wanted a bunch of other guys also to get in crossroads. Crossroads is like, no, 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 that's not what we do. <laughs> like, we just do the, like, can your kid apply? Can you get in? I'm sure there's a donation or whatever. But the, the flaw to that is wherever Bronny went and played, would be on TV, would be on TV. And, and here's the other part that I don't like, and this is just me. So when I went to high school, um, I grew up playing with all those dudes that played at Modern Day. Uh, Miles Simon was my, my best friend. He went to Modern Day. He, I don't think he played varsity till his sophomore year, maybe even his junior year, he became a starter on varsity. And it's because they have just dudes, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, in AAU, you can play with the best of the best. It's better in high school. This is my personal opinion. Better in high school to go somewhere that you can play and play right away. My freshman year, I, I, I think I should have played more, but I started a couple games on varsity. I toggled between varsity and JV. And then for the playoffs and uh, for the playoffs, I, I was on varsity. Again, you know, in hindsight, I think Tom McCluskey, my coach then would have said I should have played him more. Um, but but the point was, like, I never would have played varsity as a freshman had I gone to modern day or gone to one of the powerhouses. And then by a sophomore, I was a starting point guard. By my junior year, I was all CIF or whatever. And my senior year, I was, you know, one of the best players in the state. And I was the player of the year in Orange County. The point is that you can – I think it's a flaw in the – like, he sometimes he doesn't play that much with Sierra Canyon because they're so stacked, you know? Yeah, and, no, you're right. You're and they're right. going to continue. They're going to continue to be stacked. And this this dream team deal, you don't actually develop your all around game. Like I would rather him go somewhere like 
a crossroads and be the best player as a freshman and learn and figure out how to lift up the rest of my team. Meanwhile, when I play in AAU, all those same guys can play with you for 100 games in the summer, spring, and fall. And just your high school game, you play with some dudes that aren't as good, but you learn to be an alpha. Like I, That's my personal thought in terms of growth. It's a hard, it's a hard thing. Like, I I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree with your opinion. Obviously, I'm not you know, fully involved with the situation. I don't really know everything. Yes. But um, in terms of a development standpoint, I mean, I personally agree that if he's able to do more with less, from an early age, it definitely, you know, helps him from a development standpoint and, and gets him ready. You know, he's had, he's had a couple of good games. He had the, the big game against St. Vincent St. Mary's on TV, which, yeah. you know, I, I, I probably, I'd probably guess that LeBron may have said something to the coaching staff about having him play more because I think he was pretty much the MVP of the game or something like that. Yeah, he was. Ironically, he was. against, yeah. you know, his old, his old uh, LeBron's alma mater. It felt, it felt a little bit but like yeah, a setup I mean, deal, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, like he goes to Dallas, he plays. He goes to Dallas, and he goes to Dallas. He barely plays. They go to they go to yeah. Cleveland and play against St. Vincent, St. Mary's. Now all of a sudden, like not only is he starting and playing, but uh, like he's getting, you know, he's he's balling out. And it was like dudes are taking a dive. It was it was really really interesting. Um, okay, here's what I won't really want to get to. Okay, so what you've tried to do, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is you're trying to position yourself. Uh, to be an analyst or to be a um, to be you know to work in the front office of an NBA team or to work in a, with a college team, whatever. And so, in terms of research, last year you put together um, your own uh, what uh, draft draft board, you know, and you did analysis of players. You've already done that, obviously, this year with the Big Ten and and nationally as well. Let's start with the Big Ten. The league's kind of a jumbled mess, right? And there's a lot of parts to it. We know Nebraska sucks. We're, we're very well aware. Nebraska uh, is, you know, there's, there's two teams uh, we're pretty well aware are at the bottom. And then yeah. we thought Michigan State would be the best, but they've had some absolute clunkers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, home versus road has been different. They were awful against Purdue. Uh, they were very good against Michigan at home, et cetera, et cetera. And then the rest has kind of been a little bit here. So Northwestern and, and Nebraska, they, they stink. They're, they're bad. Um, the Northwestern thing is interesting. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but you give me your sense. Like for Wisconsin, terrible in the non-conference, but some huge wins in conference, even on the road. So let, let's start. Who is, in your mind, is it Michigan State? Who's the best, who's the best team in the Big Ten? I would lean towards Michigan State, just towards the pedigree and, and the coaching, and, and, the, and they've got the best player in the conference, and you know you can make an argument in the country as well. I'd say they're deeper than they've been in, in past years. You know, Xavier Tillman's playing really, really well right now in the post, and he's, he's hitting threes. And you know, when Aaron Henry and Gabe Brown are, are making shots, you know, they're they're really hard to guard. And as well with Rocket Watts, who's got a little Lillard in him, you know, creating his yeah. own shot. He's got a really tight handle and shooting the three. The, when they played Wisconsin the other day, Rocket Watts was. You know, he had a really, really good game. Hit four or five threes and was just, you know, cooking outside the three-point line. So I'd probably say Michigan State, but but they're beatable. You know, they turn. You know, they've had trouble in the past with uh, with their turnovers, and you know, you, sometimes you just never really know what you're going to get with them. Which is, you know, sometimes it's tough to really rely on them, and why you know sometimes they've struggled in, in the tournament. Yeah, Rocket Watts is interesting because uh, one. Unbelievable name, right? How good? How good a name is that? Like yeah. in the name Hall of Fame, name. that one's that one's yeah. <laughs> that one's like, thank you, mom and dad. Uh, by the way, and it's, it's Mark Mark Watts is actually his name, but um, you know he, he's he's fascinating to me because uh, he, you know here he is a kid who uh, was you know very heavily recruited, a four star, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, now he he did have a, a leg injury in December. Um, but he's a guy who I, I think they're, they're going to have to, you know, th- this is why Michigan State, I think, has struggled to try and figure out what you have. You know, sometimes it takes you mm-hmm. even as a coach, you're like, I need to find out what I have. And then when you don't have, you know, your full allotment of, of players, he's older for his, for his grade. So that I think that helps him. Um, they don't have the shooting that they had last year from, from the wing um, as, you know, Rocket Watch for the season's only shooting I think like 26% from three. But part of that is in your first year, it takes a while for the game to kind of slow down. And I would guess by mm-hmm. March, 
the game slows down substantially and they have a chance to achieve what um, what what preseason prognosticators thought. Uh, you know, I mean, last year was all Cassius Winston, but they also created space for him with all the personnel around him. Do you think Cassius Winston uh, plays in the NBA? Starts. What, what is your what would your your NBA evaluation of Cassius Winston is now Michigan State and the Big Ten's all time assist leader? What would your what would your analysis of him be? I mean, I think he'll definitely get drafted. I mean, he's been there for four years. He's got a lot of points. Um, like you said, he's the Big Ten all time leading assist um, in the country. Um, I really like his game. I, I like him out of the pick and roll. I think he shoots it well enough. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. I, you know, there's something about staying for four years that, you know, I think teams will really respect. And, you know, he's, he really, he's really been there for four years because he wants to win. And I think that says a lot about, about him as a person. And he probably could have came out last year and gotten drafted, but he decided to come back and go and play in his senior year. But, uh, I'm a fan. Like I said, you know, you know, it's tough watching him against Wisconsin because he always has really good games. But I think I think he'll he'll find a role in the NBA. And you know, a lot a lot of with some of these guys that are maybe second round picks is is just finding the right organization. You know, if yeah. he finds the right organization early on, then he could be in the league for ten to fifteen years. You know, as a, as right. a backup guard and maybe start sometimes. But you know, if you if you find a wrong organization, you know, which happens a handful of times. He could be bouncing around teams, and you know his NBA career couldn't wouldn't go as you know as he probably planned. So it, no I mean, question, yeah, I really like no his qu- game. So but as yeah, a, as a as a as a he'd have to come in, he'd have to come in as a third point guard, right? And the interesting yeah. part is a third point guard is you have to be unbelievable defensively, unbelievable defensively. Yeah. Look, he can run a team. Um, he's not a great shooter, but he can clearly shoot and make a shot. He's a tremendous mm-hmm. finisher. I do think. That he'll, I, th- I think he'll be very good with the added space to the NBA because consider all the things, all the creative shots he makes now without the space because uh, between the lack of shooting he has on his roster and just college basketball, it's a lot more kind of confined space, t- tighter spaces. Um, I think he'll, he'll do well. My issue is, can he actually guard anybody? Because again, all that space, everybody talks about the space offensively. And there is more space offensively, but there's also more space defensively. And so if you can't keep a guy in front, you're screwed. Now, he's tough, and that'll allow him, you know, like, just a, a, a good portion of whether or not you make it as a point guard is, hey, in the NBA, they usually switch one through four. So if you switch, can you, can you will you just get shoved out of the way, right? Like, will you just get, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Jimmer Fredette couldn't guard anybody. Trey Young is so good offensively that it can hide the fact he doesn't guard, doesn't even attempt, and just gets shoved aside. He's gotten a little bit stronger, and he'll get better. You know, Steph, they don't switch for, but he is pretty tough, and he's so clever off the basketball. And again, I'm not comparing uh, Cassius Winston to Steph or to, to, Trey, to Trey Young. It's actually more important for him because he isn't going to be in going to average 25, in going to average 10, yeah. right? So you, he doesn't it's, have that offensive you game like those guys. Well, he won't, have, he, won't, he won't have the minutes. He won't even get on the court yeah, if you true. can't guard. And so it's interesting. Like my, my advice to you in evaluation is you have to not only evaluate guys based upon, like you said, fit is totally important. But also, role in the NBA, and do they do the little things that, you know, like, there are guys that are great shooters. You're like, all right, is he a great shooter? Sure. Okay. Um, so, as an NBA, sh- you know, uh, Dylan uh, Windler, right, the, uh, who's, a, who's mm-hmm. a rookie, um, you know, like, those guys can really shoot. But he's also, I think, six foot seven. And is he tough enough to simply guard somebody? You know, will he rebound? And then, can he play, can he shoot without, without dribbling? Because the three and D guys, you got to be able to just keep a guy in front. Got to be tough. Got to be able to switch, contain the basketball, contain a point guard, which is almost impossible to do anyway. And then, you know, we don't have time to throw you the ball, and you're not athletic enough to go one on one and get your own shot. Anyway, in summation, my thoughts on Cassius are: I, I don't, and maybe I haven't evaluated enough in terms of. I think he's pretty good defensively, but he gets away with taking a break now because he's so needed offensively. I do think the fact he can get a bucket, I do think the fact he can pass, he's not a great passer. He's just not. It's like one of those, it's a, a stat accumulation um, because this is, but he's, he's solid. He can deliver the ball on time and in rhythm 
and understand that you know they run a lot of horns and high ball screen and some of the stuff and some of the angles you'll run in the NBA. I think he can make a team, but I I would I'd say he's the reason he came back is smart. He can be a legend of Michigan State. He can hold every record. Maybe play another Final Four and maybe get drafted a little higher than he should because somebody will say, well, you know, he's not great, but he's a winner, right? He's a like the Villanova guys. They all got drafted a little higher because they're winners. And I, I think that's smart. I just think it's a little buyer beware because he's going to be asked. The role he'll be asked to play is like this. Hey, man, I want you to do everything you did at Michigan State, only I want you to do it in five-minute stretches <laughs> against better competition from further out. And, oh, yeah, by the way, your defense is more important than your offense now. That's a really hard thing for a kid to, to do. He can do it. But I just, it's, a, it's a change in, in how you play. All right, so after Michigan State, who do you like? You know, from there it gets tough. You know, it's a really deep conference. And, uh, you know, a lot of these teams just haven't been consistent enough to, you know, really cement themselves as the number two. I would, you know, I, I'd probably say Maryland, just based off the roster and what they kind of bring back from a, I think, a Sweet 16 team last year. Um, you know, they were the preseason number seven team this year start off but they're you know they're 0 and 4 on the road in the Big 10 so they're they're definitely struggling. You know, Anthony Cowan's probably the second best point guard after Winston. So having a guy like that who's a senior, who's been there for a while, um is definitely really helpful. Uh Jalen Smith's really good. He's probably going to be a first round pick, you know, playing behind Fernando. He got a lot of um you know, he wasn't looked at as much, but he's he's you know, he's definitely a better prospect than Fernando. Um he's, he's shooting it better, really physical, rebounds well. And, you know, they've got some good depth with Aaron Wiggins, who shoots it pretty well, and Eric Ayala, who could be a big X factor come tournament time just with his ability to, to uh, create offense by himself. And, you know, I just I, I really like them as well. You know, they're, they're a tough out for sure. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, Iowa's an interesting team. They have a lot of injuries, so they don't have, you know, without... uh Without Bohannon, they don't have the depth and maybe not the shooting from the guard. But Luca Garza is just putting up crazy numbers, right? And he's a guy who's going to have yeah. a tremendous overseas overseas career. I like this Iowa team. Like, you know, they I, I know they got beat by DePaul when DePaul came in early in the year. DePaul's got an older team and just shot the crap out of the basketball. But, I, you know, they, they just beat Michigan. Um, they beat Maryland. I mean, they beat the pants off Maryland by 20 at home. Now they got Rutgers coming up at, at home. What are your thoughts on Iowa? You know, I really like Iowa. 
you know, I, I did a little bit of research on, uh, on Ken Palm, and they actually have the second-best adjusted offense efficiency in the country. So they can score with anyone. You know, if that's the team you have to face in the first round, that's a really tough prep. They scored as, as good as anyone in the country. Uh, they're pretty deep. You know, they, they have Garza, who's, who's, you know, he's got a shot to win Big Ten Player of the Year. He's averaging 23-10. and 10. He had 44-34 and 34 against Michigan. We played him twice, so we had 44 in one game, 34 in the other. But, yeah, like you said, you know, their guard play isn't as good because with Bohannon out, and it hurt his hip. But um, Joe Weiskamp's really picked up his game. He's averaging 15 on the year. He's one of the best shooters in the Big Ten, arguably the country. He's got some Duncan Robinson in him, I would say for sure. You know, he shoots it at a really high level. Duncan Robinson, Duncan Robinson by the way, the perfect example of what I was talking about with can you make the league, right? A Division three player yes, yes. Who's, who's, first he's big, you know, he's six seven ish can shoot the shit out of it from deep. And then, you know, what's interesting is at Michigan, you know, when they made a run uh, two years ago with Beeline, you know, they, one of the things they did, they were, they didn't think he could guard, they would take him out because they didn't think he could guard, but he's gotten at least in the NBA to where he'll just keep a guy in front and he'll just, you know, they'll, but, but he, he made the NBA based upon his size, his ability to shoot the basketball. He doesn't need a long time to get it off. And then of course, he, you know, you get a little bit of toughness, and challenge where you keep a guy in front. And so that there's a, there's a guy who there are better athletes that didn't make the NBA, but they don't have, when you're off the bench, you're trying to make a team. You got to have that one refined skill. Can you do it at that level instead of being overall skills? Really interesting. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. He's, he's big. I mean, he's like six, six and it just, yeah. they just, you know, they honestly, they honestly look a little similar just with actually like how, you know, how their body and face looks, but in terms of game as well, you know, I, I, I see a similar stroke. Also, C.J. Frederick's been really good. With Bohannon out, he stepped coming in, and uh, he's freshman guard. He's averaging 11, leading the Big Ten in three-point percentage. So they've, they've got three or four legit guys who can, who can score. The only issue has been defensively. From an offensive perspective, they're as scary as anyone in the country. So, you know, they've got a shot to win the Big Ten tournament. They've got a shot to advance far in the tournament. All right, so we, we've, we've gotten through Iowa. What about Wisconsin? What do you make of the Badgers? It's been kind of a erratic up and down year um and you know like uh i i think you know i mean like brad davison i love brad davison we had him on the pod last year great dude i do feel like he is kind of um a measuring stick for how they're going to play right when they beat maryland he was spectacular when they beat penn state he was really good um when he you know when he struggled at against illinois um, and he got into foul trouble. I I thought that hurt him. I didn't think he played particularly well in a couple other games that they lost. What, what, you you know this Badger team probably better than anybody else watching them and watching them work and working out with them. What are your thoughts on the Badgers? They're really interesting, very very interesting from a statistical standpoint. They're near the bottom in the NCAA in points per game, but they're allowing the 13th least points per game. So they defend at a really high level but they struggle to score. And I think, you know, it, 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 it's stylistic with a lot of it. They like really long offensive possessions. They like the game's low scoring. They like, the, they, you know, they like the grind. You know, when the game is close and both teams aren't really playing well, the game's kind of in their favor. So when games like that, you know, they can, they can honestly beat, you know, a lot of teams in the Big Ten, you know, a lot of teams in the country. You know, there's times where they just really struggle offensively and they go through these shooting, these shooting woes where they just, they just really can't make a shot. It's tough to say what you're going to get from them every night. You know, the defense will always be there. They're always going to be scrappy. They're coached well. But, you know, just at, at some point against some of these high-level teams, if you can't put in the ball in the basket, it, you know, it, it really limits, you know, your upside. No question. No question about it, right? Like, they do, they do award championships to teams that score more points than their opponent, is, is the way I like to put it. Um, mm-hmm. I want to ask you about a team that they beat. You mentioned Penn State. A team that that started out zero and ten last year in the league, and then, and I, I thought I I saw some of this coming. Obviously, um, it, their their first win last year was over Northwestern, was actually decent. Lamar Stevens, do you think he's an NBA player? He's definitely got a shot. I, I see a little Draymond Green, and you know, maybe not as like you know as rah rah and like you know in the media as as he is, but um, th- I think they do some similar things just with their well roundedness and just the way they affect the game in multiple ways. I mean, I don't know if we'll get drafted, but I, I see some similarities for sure. I, I think, uh, I mean, the, the big difference between him and a, and a Draymond Green would be, you know, can he, 
can he pass the way that Draymond can pass? And yeah, can he defend, right? Like Draymond, the whole yeah. magic to Draymond is not the versatility offensively because really he can't score. The, the, the magic to Draymond is that he is, um, uh, he, guard, he can guard all five positions and then he can really pass. And that hides the fact that he can't score. Then, I mean, like, look, you have all of these teams and they're all kind of alike. We haven't even mentioned Michigan, who new coaching staff, right? But Xavier uh, Simpson returns at point guard. John Teske, big, obviously. And they have some returners at the wings, although you know, they, they lost a lot of talent. What do you make of Michigan? I really like Michigan. I really, really do. Um, they've just got a lot of guys that just have seen, it seemed like they've been there for like six years. You know, some college teams just have guys who are like, well, how are, this guy, how are these guys still in college? I mean, that's how I look at Teske and Simpson. I just feel like I've watched them so much in the tournament, Big Ten, for the last four years. It just seems like they've been there forever. But, um, no, I really like Michigan. You know, they looked great in the battle for Atlantis tournament when they beat Gonzaga. They beat UNC, who at the time was still pretty good, and now they've kind yep. of just steamrolled. But, um, and they struggle in the Big Ten because uh, Livers has been out. They're just growing, and then they're kind of unsure of, of when he's coming back. And, you know, I think he was their leading scorer at the time. Teske's overtaken him now. But, you know, when you lose your first option in a, in a, uh, in a league as deep as the Big Ten, you know, it's definitely hurtful. I, I also think, and I'm sorry to interrupt, is so what no, Livers gives them, and they're trying to get, you know, Brandon Johns to be that guy, is Livers is he's too thick and strong for a guard to guard him. And, uh, you know, if he plays the four – he can play all the way out to the three-point range, right? So he's, um, mm-hmm. he's, really, he's really versatile, so they lose that versatility. Yeah. They lose that, which, has been, which is not, you know, which they struggle with. But, um, you know, Xavier Simpson is, is a really good college player. You know, he's leading the country in assists per game. His three-point shot has gotten a lot better. He still can't make free throws somehow. He's great in the pick-and-roll. You know, they love running the pick-and-roll with him and Teske, you know, skipping it to the corner for, for Wagner and Brooks. But they're deep. I, you know, they've got a good five, six, seven guys that are legit college players. And I, you know, I think they definitely have a shot in the tournament. Uh, okay, uh, last thing I want to get to. Who is, you, you mentioned that Michigan beat North Carolina. That was back when they had Cole Anthony. What are your thoughts on Cole Anthony as an NBA player? I really like Cole Anthony. I was actually his teammate once. Uh, I played in the Pangos All-American camp. I wasn't good enough to play in that camp, but I, I, you know, I got invited to it. And he was, you know, he's on my team. I just the thing that thing that that I came away with was just his leadership and his personality. You know, he's a really good guy, clapping, talking to teammates, high fives. You know, just like the little things that you're kind of looking at for a point guard, just the leadership qualities. Obviously, he's super athletic. He's the most athletic kid in the building. Super bouncy, um, and he can create like as good. He can create as any as good as anyone in the country. You know, in the mid range, creating his own shots, step back, getting to the cup. You know, obviously, he's he hurt his foot. He takes a lot of tough shots. You know, that's kind of his thing. But he makes a lot of tough ones. I mean, I, he's going to be a lottery pick. Here, here's the question. Did you enjoy, like, those camps for anybody who's, like, the Pangos, it's, it's just organized pickup, right? Yeah. And he has a way about him where he's definitely an alpha. But some, pe- some people are not as big of fans on the way in which, to, like, to play with him. It can be a little bit tough. Did you find that? Did you find mm-hmm. it was tough? Or did you enjoy the experience of playing alongside him? Uh, I enjoyed the experience. You know, sometimes in these camps, you, you know, you get some of these kids who just are ball hogs and they're just kind of holding the ball and not passing at all. I thought I thought he passed the ball really well. You know, he's looking up in the court, uh, kick-ups in the, in the fast break, and he just, you know, again, like, I, I really liked him. I, I think he's going to be really good. And um, I had no issues with him playing in the camp. He's a really nice guy. I had really good conversations with him when we were on the bench, you know, between games and stuff. Yeah, again, I'm a fan. Is there anybody you do not like that everybody else likes? <laughs> I don't really know about James Wiseman. You know, I, I, did a, I did a draft board last year, so I've, you know, I've just started doing that as well for this upcoming draft. Yeah. I'm just really not sure how good he's going to be in the NBA and how he fits into this, you know, this modern NBA. Why is that? So I'm very suspect, suspect, on, suspect on him. I don't know if he shoots it well enough for a five. You know, the teams are looking for guys who can stretch the four. You know, the, the big who just plays defense and catches lobs is very rare. You know, there's only a few, like, Clint Capellas and Drummonds who are, like, legit, you know, all-star max caliber guys. So mm-hmm. aside from those few guys, teams are looking for, for bigs who can stretch the floor. And I don't know how well he shoots it, 
And there's been a lot of questions about his motor and his willingness um, to play and his love for the game. So, you know, those kind of, especially that last part, you know, that's, that's something that you definitely don't want to hear about a player. If that ever comes up, you know, it's definitely not a good sign. I would have liked to see him come back to Memphis and just, you know, really show that he's got the goods and that he's a legit top five prospect. It kind of puts into a little bit of uncertainty now, now that we just kind of have to, we saw the three games where they played like three mid-major teams and he, one of the games he had like 25 and 15, but he, you know, they're playing scrubs. So it's like, we didn't really get to see you play against um, top competition. It's a, it's a great, it's a great point you bring up a really good point because it's one of those things, you know, LaMelo has shut it down for the year. We'll see if Cole Anthony comes back. I'm with you, right? Like these, these, I play when I want when you're 19 years old, that doesn't strike me as a guy who loves the game. You know, it just, it Mm -hmm. just doesn't. So I, I think it's going to be fascinating, fascinating to watch. Uh, Charlie, how can people follow you on social media? Social media. Uh, I have a Twitter. It's Charlie Wadler, C-H-A-R-L-E-Y, Wadler, W-A-D-L-E-R. I use Twitter a lot, so that's kind of my main source of social media. All right, dude. Listen, it's good catching up. Enjoy your second semester, and we'll talk really soon. Great. Thank you so much for having me, Doug. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Charlie. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, that's it for All Ball. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Listen, you can listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show 3 to 6 Eastern time or uh, 12 to 3 Pacific time on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. You can also download that podcast or you can tweet me at Gottlieb Show. Thanks for listening. This is All Ball. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.